What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Loud up. What do we have today? A little Laker-Dodger combo story? It's a beautiful combination when I get to go to Dodger Stadium and rock Laker gear. I mean, I've done it, but you know. So, August 22nd, it's the Lakers Day at Dodger Stadium. Oh. I know. And I love the shirt I posted so you guys could see. Oh, I see it. It is really nice. Yeah, it's like this like t-shirt, Dodgers, purple and gold, and then the 20 for 2020 champions. August so I love that. That sounds like a day. Sunday. Yeah, it is a Sunday. Mm-hmm. I also feel like I may already be on vacation by then, too. Uh, let me double check. So they're playing the New York Mets. <laughs> I mean, who cares, right? Whatever, the Mets. Yeah. But you guys can buy your tickets at Dodgers.com slash Lakers. And when you purchase your ticket, it automatically gives you, you know, your, you'll get your shirt. Oh, I will be on vacation. So I may uh, go and enjoy it and just uh, ham it up out I there know. at Dodger Stadium. I just I mean, love it. I got to admit, that's pretty cool. You know what I mean? Using the... The, the font and the colors and I mean even I got to admit that's kind of cool. It's it's beautiful. It is a beautiful shirt if you haven't seen it. I'm sure it's somewhere online or whatever. I'll tweet it Laura. out. Oh, there you go. Laura will tweet it at unique u n e e q underscore. Don't understand um, the underscore. I mean, it's just so irritating. I mean, it's just because unique probably wasn't available, so she yeah, added the underscore, the so underscore. she can still have it. Exactly. And my Very name irritating. is taken by someone who doesn't use it. So. That's oh, fine. doesn't that suck? I had that too yep. for a long time. Mm-hmm. There was someone who had George Sedano. Um, so I couldn't use that. And then I had, um, many years ago I had Sedano show and then it became Sedano ESPN. And then eventually I was able to just get Sedano, which was fantastic. Now I may have pushed uh, somebody out that wasn't using their account there. Um, (laughs) perhaps I may have, uh, I may have, uh, done that, but the account was inactive. It was just somebody who was squatting on it. So I'm like, no way, bro. I want that. So you can do it, Laura. I mean, you know, maybe we can, uh, you know, I know some people at Twitter. Oh, look at you. Well, it's good to know people that know people. (laughs) Maybe I'm going to get that for you. I mean, Scott Kaplan's got Scott Kaplan. And you know what, though? But let me tell you something, George. I don't have Scott Kaplan on TikTok, which is why I had to go with Scott Kaplan 9. Right. What's funny about that is I remember when I first joined Twitter, I thought, this is so dumb. I'll never use this. No one cares what I'm eating or when I'm going to the bathroom, blah, blah, blah. And what ultimately happened was I was like, you know what, though? It would be good to just get my name. Yeah. And I, I feel and, like whoever's got Greg Bergman is also squatting. They've never tweeted. They have zero followers and following zero people. Yep, zero, zero. Like, let me have that. Yeah, in March of 2018. How did you not get that before, Bergman? Uh, because it wasn't available then. It so, wasn't available back then either? There was no, another squatter? I went I went to Greg Bergman first, and that's why I switched it and did Bergman Greg, because I couldn't get huh. Greg Bergman. Maybe perhaps we will get you both your name if yeah. we can figure that out. That would be awesome. You know people. Help Maybe me we'll make this happen. Right. I will try to. I will reach out to the people that make that can make this thing happen. Can you get me a little blue check mark? I mean, maybe, it's maybe. So funny. Like, let's not get I too crazy, mine. okay? You're, I'm getting you your name. <laughs> I'll, I'll take right? the name. I'll take the name. I, love okay. I don't really care about the check mark. Everybody wants this check mark, man. The check marks are harder to come by now. They, they are unbelievable. You know, I'll validated. Tell you guys, really quickly though, I have an intern who's been working for me forever, and the kid just graduated college. And I don't know what he did or how he did it, but he just got himself a blue check mark. And I was like, he doesn't have like a lot of followers or anything, but somehow, some way, this kid worked his way into a blue check mark, fresh out of school. You got to know people. And two, so before, all you needed was like a company's email. That's how I got mine. Right. It was literally like an ESPN one or whatever other company right. you worked for. That's right, right. how you would get it. Yeah. I don't so know. That's, maybe that's how I got it. 
All right, so uh, we'll work on that. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. I mean, listen, I'm not going to be around much in August, so I'm, I'm not going to necessarily, you know, let's work on this for, like, the fall. How about that? Is that fair? That's for fair. football season. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Perfect time. Uh, real quick, we got a lot of people want to chime in on this Ken Lee situation. So we will continue to take those calls at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. But since we were talking Dodgers and we just did this Lakers-Dodgers combo story about Lakers Day at Dodger Stadium, I do want to have a quick Lakers conversation very quickly. Laura, if you can find the Oscar Robertson sound. So Oscar Robertson, uh, the big O, right, one of the greatest uh, point guards to ever play in, in NBA history, uh, was talking about Giannis, right? And he basically saying that nobody can stop Giannis, although he did say one particular Laker could stop Giannis. Let's hear the big O. I don't know who can stop him. The only person I think has the size in order to give, give, give a decent chance of guarding uh, Giannis is AD from, uh, from, from the Lakers. No one else. Mm-hmm. I don't see any, any other player that, that's, yeah. able, that's going to be able to, to handle Giannis. A decent um, chance. Not right. not can stop him, not, you know, can offset him. Yeah, he's got a decent chance of of, of competing against him. Right, right. Um, I, I Well, look, I do think that Anthony Davis, I've said before, is a bit of the cheat code, right, as I like to call him. Um, I, I'm trying to look. I know I saw, actually, there was somebody who did a story on this not that long ago. Ah, here I go. I found it. Um, defense against Giannis Antetokounmpo. The guy who has the best defense against Giannis historically is Bam Adebayo. Um, it's like 38% or something like that. Joel Embiid was second. Tristan Thompson uh, was third. Um, is AD in this group? Um, he's he's not in like the top five. Um, but I do agree with the big O that he has the skill set. Uh, there is no question about that. And it's, the t- it's why I felt like you know, we thought maybe the Lakers and Bucks were going to play, you know, two seasons ago now um, in the finals. I mean, that was what everyone had assumed. And I thought that the Lakers had a great shot because, A, healthy LeBron, but B, because Anthony Davis was the one, was the guy I felt like that could defend Giannis or one of the guys that could defend Giannis at a very, very high level. So, Well, I will, uh, I will yield to the greatness of the Big O. But I've been saying it all along, and I realize I'm in the minority here. But what I saw out of AD this year and the injuries and the big body and the constantly falling on the ground, I am not particularly bullish on the future. In fact, I'm very bearish, if you will, on, on AD, and, and I'm worried that he's going to continue to have injury problems. Now, listen, he may prove me totally wrong, and if that's the case, by the way, that'll just be one of a million things that I've been wrong about. But that said, I'm very concerned about his health going forward well look i am a big believer that the biggest predictor of future injury is past injury and previous to this injury the achilles tendinosis all the other injuries were kind of like little like things here and there like nothing super serious but anytime you have the word achilles in it and we talked about this a lot last season right or this past season it was worrisome and troublesome so this this, while prior to this injury i would have just maybe not dismissed you, but I would have been like, eh, I don't know. Maybe you're going a little too far. I think that while I don't 100% agree with you, I'm I'm a lot closer to you than I would have been even just a few months ago. You know how when, when guys go into the offseason, they talk about, here's some things in my game that I'm going to work on, and this is any sport, you know? Why is it so 
ridiculous to suggest, hey, here's a concept. Why don't you work this offseason on staying up, not hitting the floor all the time? Now, I know LZ, if he were here, he would say, no, no, what he's learned to do is he's learned to kind of gracefully go down. No, yeah, that's the way to do it. Honestly, well, he, he's right. That In this sport, I, and I can tell you because I covered a guy for many, many years that did this in Dwayne Wade. Um, he literally used to have a commercial that said, fall down seven, get up eight, or whatever it was. And it he, you know, as he got older, now granted, he's not seven feet tall like Anthony That's Davis. precisely going to be my point, yes. But, but as he got older, he learned how to fall better, right? Fall in a way where he could still attack and do his thing, but not hurt himself as much. There is a way to do that. Like, I do think that you can do that even as a big man although it may take more effort in having to figure that out uh, I do think that there is a science to that per se or an art per would rather than I would just science. go the opposite direction with what you're saying which is that as Dwayne Wade got older he learned how to gracefully fall and hit the ground what I would suggest is as Anthony Davis gets older he learned to stay up to stay off the ground so a lot of times though when you're falling it's that you either go down like Anthony Davis is, and gracefully, like he's like Sedano saying, is he's learning to do, or you land awkwardly and you hurt yourself. So being safe and actually landing how he was landing is probably the better way to go. It's it's frustrating to see him on the floor. Where he's like, ah, he's on the floor again. He's gonna get hurt. But it he's actually doing it the correct way. Right. And, and look, sometimes these guys hit the floor because they just need a breather. You know right. what I'm saying? Like that. That's part of the equation too. So. <laughs> And that's I'm going reality. down here because I got to breathe a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, you know, you go run up and down. You try to run up and down the floor 94 feet that many times. You know what I'm saying? It ain't easy. I also um, think that the the that the injury prone aspect is a little bit overstated. So the first few years of his career, you know, he was still a skinny guy coming out of Kentucky, and he was didn't have an NBA ready body. He had to take a couple, you know, had to take games off here and there. Then he played 75 games in a row, two seasons in a row. They got sat. Because the Pelicans sat him because they were trying to trade him. He played a full season with the with the Lakers and the postseason, and then this year was crazy. So you can't really talk about it. Um, well, but, still, I, but again, but healthy. I think that Achilles tendinosis makes yes. it feel different. Yes, when it, anything like you said with the Achilles, that makes a big difference. I just feel like the injuries, the little nagging injuries, start to add up and become bigger injuries. Yeah. And when you're a big physical specimen like he is, who has these little nagging injuries. And again, my perspective is he's on the ground too much. Um, and we can argue all day long, but that's neither here nor there. But the thing is, I, I just happen to think that he ought to be working on learning to stay up and, and not being down as much. And again, I, I can't, I know I'm in the minority, but I can't be the only person who worries about his future health. There's too much invested in him. And no, I, you know, you're not. You're not. I feel like a lot of people do that. But I, I'm with Oscar Robertson. He's probably one of the few guys that can do a good job on him. Well, has know, a I decent him, chance. And Bede and Bam have done a good job on him. They face him way more regularly because they're in the Eastern Conference. Um, but Anthony Davis certainly has the skill set. I don't think there's any, any, any debating that. All right, let's get to the phones. We've got people who've been waiting patiently here uh, who want to talk about Kenley Jansen blowing another save, not looking great. His last several games have looked not so hot. Let's go to Jerry in Laguna Beach. Jerry, how are you? Yeah, gentlemen, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, you guys are fantastic. just want to say that first. Thank you. Great show. Great show. Um, first of all, uh, Corporate Greg, we've got to love his passion about the Dodgers, and he, he makes a lot of good points on there. But what's not being brought up is last year when they put Urias in the bullpen, 
during the uh, during the playoffs in the World Series. It worked out really good. Except this year, he's become one of the better, if not the best, starter in baseball. Doesn't he have 12 victories? Should have had 13 last night. And to pull him from the starting rotation is a, it's not, a, not an option this right. year. Right. And I think, um, I think that was brought up by Steve Mason. Let's put him in the bullpen. We're not deep. I mean, we're not deep in the starting rotation. And to take him out of there is, is not the right thing to do. So we need to probably get a bullpen guy because we have a closer that we don't know what's going to happen when he comes in he can be good he can be bad we're not sure what we're going to get from uh, every time he comes in there's too much nervousness right like when when jansen comes in those of you guys who who feel like we're not sure what we're going to get when you have that nervousness out of a closer that's problematic. I mean, this is when when Mariano Rivera showed up for the Yankees, you expected him to close out games. When Trevor Hoffman showed up for the Padres, you expected him to close games. But guess what? Those guys blew saves too. It happens. And those are the two greatest closers in the history of the American League and the National League, which is why they have awards named after them. Blown saves happen. 21 saves and four blown saves. Blown saves happen, you're right, especially during the regular season they do. But Kenley Jansen has blown saves multiple times in plenty of different situations in the playoffs, and that's what Dodger fans are upset about. No, they remember those for right. sure. I don't think there's any question. Um, but, the, you know, the previous caller before we went to break um, hit the nail on the head. Like, the, I had been skeptical of the, the performances – because it, the results were good, but the process was not, okay? Um, he got bailed out a lot early, and what we've seen is post-All-Star break, some of those things coming to roost here um, a little bit. Eight seven 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 ten espn Let me sneak in one more before we, uh, we continue this discussion on the other side. Richard in Anaheim. How you guys doing? Thank you for the show. Can you guys hear me pretty good? Yeah, yes, sir. Up, Richard. Thank you guys for the show. You're doing a great job covering our L.A. sports. Just wanted to, you know, give you guys some things of my perspective. First of all, you know, I know there comes the justification and the, you know, hey, we won a title. Hey, you know, we've won the division and been dominating these last couple of years. Let's ignore all that. we got to realize Jansen is not a playoff closer in a one- or two-run game. The cutter doesn't cut anymore. It's left in the middle of the plate. Yeah. We won the World Series not because of Kenley Jansen last year. In spite of him. Because we, we, we didn't use him, and we went with Urias in the next game. We blew a game with him. You know, the Dodgers won the chip when they didn't go to him, and the Dodgers are not good in one-run games. I mean, just look at this season. We're horrible in one-run games. It's kind of like the Lakers. We have the best duo in the NBA, but we're not great in close games because we don't have a closer, even though we have the best duo. And you just can't trust Jansen in a one-two-run game. You're just praying. You're on your knees praying. So I think the Dodgers, we just got to hope our offense could kick in well enough so we don't have to come to that situation or have to you know, rely on Trenton. But I trust Trenton more than I trust Jansen. Thank you, guys. Trying to, yeah, thank you. Appreciate yeah, it. That um, was my point about last night, by the way, was he scored two runs. You know, and, and you say, well, that's baseball. Okay, great. But there are certain days where the offense has to lift the defense and vice versa. And last night was one of those nights where the offense didn't really have much going on. And then obviously you saw what happened late in the game. All right, coming up next, uh, we'll continue these calls at 877-710-ESPN. Also, I want to get back to uh, you and I having a conversation about uh, our parents and what happens to parents or people as they get older Mm. um, and how stuck they are in their ways. Laura's got an unbelievable story that you're going to want to listen to coming up in a second. Um, 
Coming up at, at 5.30, we've got Would You Rather. And at 5.40, uh, obviously crazy stuff is going on in the NFL, and we will have that for you coming up. So stick around for all those things in just a few moments. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Oh man, mango is as delicious a fruit as you can find. Good Lord. A lot of sugar in mango, though. Yeah. So if you're like, you know, have sugar problems, you shouldn't have one. But they are delicious. Is you put it? one in, in a shake or something, like a little smoothie. Woo! Laura's not a big mention- mango person. You're crazy. Mango is delicious. Yeah, mango is delicious, Laura. But you mentioned uh, Trader Joe's yesterday. You mentioned a uh, sheet cake that you couldn't stay away from. Trader Joe's has like a really, really good dried mango. And I don't really normally eat dried fruit, but it's so good, and it's and there's so much sugar. But it's like once you eat one of these things, you can't put the bag down. They're delish. Then you'll have diabetes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, oh, no, man. mango has a lot of sugar. Yeah. I mean, it's like 46 grams per, like, mango, basically. The only right way to eat a mango mm-hmm. is with tajin, like with chile, chamoy, and limon. Like that. Oh, I don't need any. I just need mm. the mango. If it's a ripe mango, like I don't need anything extra on it. I need the I need the hot sauce stuff in there because it's too sweet for me. So I need it. Like you know when the street vendors have them. Yeah, yeah. They no, cut I them a certain it. way. Ooh. Yeah. 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 The they way. slice them up. You know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they they look little like little dices almost. Yes. Yeah. So good. Yeah. When I lived in Hawaii, we had a big old mango tree in our front yard, and I would always take it all to all the neighbors and pick them up off the floor. It They're delicious, delicious, and especially like just ripe right off the tree. Oh yeah, yeah. That's but it stuff. is like the most sugary, like natural yes. sugary fruit that there is. But it's delicious. Um, just like point it, point of information here. Yeah. Um, if I say mango, okay. Yeah. Have I anglicized it? Because, Laura, you said... It's mango. It's mango. mango. Oh, yeah. see. Yeah. It's un mango. Yo no sé. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Mango is definitely anglicizing. Right. Because yes. you know that's the way I'm going to say it. Be like, oh, nice mangoes. Yeah. You know, oh, look at these delicious and ripe mangoes. It is the... Uh, did you know that uh, mango, or mango, is the national fruit of India, Pakistan, and the Philippines? Wow. No, I didn't know that. And, you know, considering the other day I didn't know the language Hindi was yeah. uh, from India. I mean, I'm sure you're not surprised by that. No, definitely not. I'm mm-hmm. sure. Um, but, yeah, I want I, you know, growing up in Florida, there were mango trees everywhere. Like, it was like a thing. Yeah. And definitely would if you if you had a good neighbor. We talked about this with the avocados that one day. If you have a good neighbor, you're hooking it up. Like Greg said when he lived in Hawaii. Um, all right. So real quick, Laura's got a crazy story because I want to. Um, we were talking earlier about our parents. Kaplan, you said you took your parents to this restaurant. It was a Korean barbecue place where they make you cook your own food. And your parents were seventy something years old. Of course, don't ever go to a Korean barbecue place. Don't ever go anywhere probably outside of their whatever their little comfort zone is, because old people don't go outside their comfort zone, regardless of whether they're white or Latino or black or Asian. It doesn't matter. Or, you know, Arabic or whatever. Like, it, it doesn't matter. Like, that's just, you know, that's who people are when they're old. 
And, you know, Laura had was talking about how her parents were, y- your parents are in their late 50s, and mm-hmm. you said they don't try new things at all, right? No, not at all. But that, that wasn't my crazy story. Right, no, but yeah. no, the crazy story had to do with you... You you live with mom and dad right now, and yes. you had a friend over okay, the house. Okay, don't don't do the friend. It's a friend. Oh, <laughs> just a regular like, old friend. Yeah, like the dude whose place you were at the other day, sitting on the, the other. Not end of the, the guy couch. that you said eleven eleven wish, and he guy. tried to kiss wish. you. It is that yeah. guy. Oh, it's that guy. It's that, guy. that guy was so, at your house. I mean, it's a friend. I guess. Okay, but the the whole point is. You know, Latino parents, especially, like, I live at home. I help with the mortgage. Like, I yeah. pay rent, pay bills. I do all. They don't help me. You know what I mean? Like, I got my stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, okay. I told my mom, like, a friend's coming over. I get out of here late. And I said, she's like, pues, que horas son esas de venir? Like, it's too late. I was like, mom, right. I literally right. just got home. Like, calm down. I don't want issues. He's going to come over. She's like, fine. She wasn't happy. But they weren't rude. But they were doing the most. They always go to sleep around 9, 30, 10. They right. were up. You could hear them walking up and down, up and down. The <laughs> lights are never, I mean, the lights are never, never on in my house. We like to keep things dim or, or dark. <laughs> Every light was on. There was like the hallway where I where my room's at. There's a light there. It's never on. I think I've only seen it turn on like twice. And yesterday was one of them. And I was like, Really? I could just hear them go into the other room, walk around. I could, I'm like, what are you guys doing? So we were watching Space Jam. The movie finishes, and he's like, well, I'm going to go because I don't want to be disrespectful. I can tell your parents haven't gone to sleep. I was like, I'm sorry, dude. They swear like I'm 15. He goes, no, nah, it's cool. I get it. Latino parents, whatever. So he leaves, right? Then the craziest part happened. I wa- I'm walking back, right, because I walked him to his car, and I'm walking back, and I literally see my dad try to, like, sprint back up the house, and I'm like, what are you doing right now? Like, we're just <laughs> friends. He goes, it's because, you know, a girl, a, a young lady shouldn't have a guy, and I didn't get to meet him, and I'm like, you don't need to meet him. He's just a friend. Like, if you needed to meet him, I would say, like, hey. Oh, but wait a second. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm going to push, push back, back just, oh, a, little just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yes, you pay rent, and it is, but it's still their house, okay? Yeah, and, it is. and it's not like you live in like an efficiency in the back, which is like a separate structure. You they know won't what I mean? let me because they have. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but uh, but I'm saying like if you lived in like in like a studio in the mm-hmm. back of the house that is a separate structure, that would be one thing. Mm-hmm. But if it's the same four walls in theory that they own that they brought you up in. I could see where it'd be like it just would behoove you, just my my thing, to just be real quick right out of the gate. Hey, mom and dad, this is eleven eleven. I just want you to meet him real quick, and uh, you know, just what's up. And then he yeah. could be like, "Hola, señora. Hola, señor. Whatever. Como estás? What?" And just move it along. But I, I'm kind of with pops a little so bit. I'm gonna be real. In a big way. Hey, just, just a little bit of respect. It's like, hey, listen, you got this guy coming over. You say he's just a friend. But come on, you know, like, like, can't we just at least greet him, say hello? Right, you can't, they can't know your friends? I mean, okay, they can, and I I guess I messed up. I should have been like, hey, this is whoever his name is, right? Right. (laughs) 1111. 1111. We will call him 1111 from now on. So, I should have. But because I know my parents, and I know they were like, hmm. Because, you know, they know know about TiVo, so it's like, they've asked, and I'm like, no, 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 he's not in the picture. So, I just don't want them to get... A bad, you know, 
I don't know, man. It just I was just so mad. Okay, well, we'll, we'll put it up to the audience because um, Kaplan and I are, are – now, Greg, you know, you have – I mean, you're, you're a very young daughter, so this wouldn't be the case. Um, but how do you feel about this? Do you think that Kaplan and I are, are on the money? That all the, We're not saying anything other than it's like, you know, you're in the same four walls. It's not like she, you live in a separate structure in the same property. You know, it takes nothing to just say, hey, this is such and such. Just want to meet you real quick as a friend of mine, yada, yada. And then go off on your own and do watch your movie. Do what you want to do. I'm very scared for when my daughter, who's nine, gets to be that age. But if she's in my house, yes, you absolutely introduce to me. Yeah, 100%. just real quick. What? Just real 100%. quick. Never just real you quick. Absolutely, you are oh. wrong on this. Okay, eight seven seven. Fathers of daughters. Yeah, eight eight seven 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 ten ESPN. We'll open it up. Eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. We got. Would you rather in between? We're gonna do a short. Would you rather? And I want to hear from all the all the folks out there on this situation with Laura and her parents and eleven eleven, as we like to call him around here. All right, that's coming up in two and a half minutes. Stick around. Seven ten ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. I got it, Chris. Thank you very much. All right, Sedano, we're starting off with you. It's going to be a silly one. Would you rather be able to slide down rainbows or jump on the clouds? Jumping on the clouds seems a lot cooler, I feel like. Um, first of all, there's a lot more clouds than there are rainbows. So uh, I'm going to go with clouds just because they're, uh, you know, the sure numbers of them. I got to go with you here on this one, George. I think that uh, they look puffy and cottony. And fun. I'm jumping on clouds. I don't need to slide down rainbows. All right. All right, Kaplan. Sir. Would you, I think I know where you're going to go with this, but okay. would you rather be the hero that saved the girl or the villain that took over the world? I'm curious to know what you think I'm going to do. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you I'd rather be the hero that saves the girl. What did you think I was going to say? That's exactly where I thought you were going to go. Yeah. I want to be the hero. I want to save the girl. I want to be loved. You know, I don't want to be the villain, the bad guy, take over the world. Then once I take over the world, what am I going to do then? <laughs> but I feel like being the villain, like, could be fun. <laughs> like, I don't know about you. I think that could be fun, especially if you're, like, a funny villain. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you could have a sense of humor about it. I mean, there's, there's, look, there's also the anti-hero. There are movies where you watch, look, Scarface, right? There's the perfect, that's a perfect anti-hero movie. People were rooting for Tony Montana. You know, so. Yeah, maybe you become the villain, you take over the world, and then rather than saving the girl like the hero, you just have your choice of girls because you run the world. Maybe. That was exactly where I thought both of you were going to go, actually, <laughs> so that worked out exactly how I thought it was. All right, Perfect. next. All right, this is an interesting one, Cap. Would you rather clog the only toilet at a party or take care of business in the bushes in the backyard? Oh, that's this easy. Is easy for me. This is very easy for me. Um, because I've taken care of business in the bushes a million times. No problem yeah. at all. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Listen, if I have to, I'll take off a sock. At a party? And uh, yeah, I mean, come on. There's, I, I, I'm a professional. A sock. Seriously, I'm a professional at finding alternative ways to um, evacuate 
in uh, tight yeah. situations, if you will. There is nothing more embarrassing, I think, than if you go to someone's house. Forget a party. Just like if you just go to someone's house and you screw their toilet up. Oh, my God. I had the most embarrassing situation. I was dating this girl. We went back to her apartment. It was the first date. And um, she had a one-bedroom apartment. And all of a sudden, my stomach, I was like, oh, no. I'm in uh -oh. trouble. I'm in big trouble right now. So yeah. it was now or never. And I'm like, do you mind if I use your bathroom? And I, I, I tried, like, and I go in, and it, it's... It's not only is it going to be bad, but it's going to be loud, you know? So I turned the music on on my phone, you know, like, why is he playing music? And I'm like, you, <laughs> you don't want to know why. Oh, so this is a recent thing. This is a couple of years ago. And, dude, let me tell you something. I got out of that bathroom. I was like, listen, it's nice to meet you. You're awesome. I got to go. I'll never talk to you again. And when I leave, you're going to understand why. And I, I bailed. <laughs> and did she ever talk to you ever again? Never again. Mm. Never again. Wow. All right. Next. All right, Last so, one. Sonano, I think this is going to be a very, very good one for you. Would you, since you're on TV, would you rather have a huge booger hanging out of your nose for the rest of your life <laughs> or a pimple on your in the middle of your forehead for the rest of your life? A big old whitehead. Ooh. Neither appetizing by any stretch <laughs> no, of the imagination no. or appealing. Imagine Sonano um, doing sidelines with one of these. Um... I guess a pimple is more is less embarrassing because you know people have acne. You know, just sometimes it is what it is. You know, and plus, why would I have a big pimple? You wouldn't. I would have makeup on on TV. That'd be uh, yeah. So that's kind of like a cheat code there for me. You know. Now, granted, you may still True. see a big bump on my forehead, but you'd see a makeup. You maybe just think it's a birthmark. You know. So that's yeah. easy. Yeah, I'm going with the pimple. Yeah, I'm going to go with the booger, um, and the reason is because. I would be so utterly self-conscious if I had a giant zit on my forehead and I'd try my best to clean it up with makeup like you're saying, George, but I'd still, like the whole time, I'd be like looking up at my pimple. Like, is everybody else looking at what I'm feeling? Whereas if I had a giant booger coming out of my nose on TV, I may not know it and so I may act like I don't have it. And then, by the way, even as embarrassing as it is and everybody makes fun of me on Twitter and people blow up the picture... At least I can clean it off and hopefully come back for round two, you know? Right. But by then, those screen grabs are forever. I know. Forever. I, know. I got it. Yeah. All right. That is uh, Would You Rather. Don't forget, at 630, our, everyone's favorite game, our most listened to segment is Big Deal or No Deal. All right. And at 540, we're going to get into 545-ish. We're going to get into this whole NFL wildness that's going on. Uh, all right. So here's the deal. Laura had a friend. I didn't give him the extra, okay? I didn't go friend. Uh, over at the house yesterday. Thank you. She lives with mom and dad, pays rent, and dad said at the end, like, hey, I was a little disappointed you didn't uh, introduce him to me. Well, yeah, I mean, beyond yeah. disappointed. I mean, mom and dad wouldn't even go to sleep. Right, you know? right. And they were and not happy that he was there. Right. I mean, because you didn't introduce him. Maybe if you would have introduced him, maybe they would have, maybe not they'd go to sleep and they mm -hmm. wouldn't have made so much noise. Um, so there's that. So... I think that you, at least, at the very least, you should have just introduced him. It would have been easier. Uh, it would have broken some of the ice. Kaplan agrees. Greg agrees. Now, let's go to the people. We are a show of the people, and the people have spoken. Um, so, Greg, who am I going to first here? Casey and Tahunga. All right, Casey and Tahunga. Casey, how are you? I'm Greg, man. How are you guys doing? Hey. Anyway, I want to talk about this because I've got a 16-year-old daughter. And she's got a boyfriend. And first of all, I want to say moms are a little more lenient than dads because, you know, dads, when it comes to daughters, are a little more protective. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. 
Anyway, when I first met this kid, very nice kid, very polite. But him and I, the first time I met him, we went out to lunch. I didn't take my daughter. We went to lunch, and I asked him, I said, how old are you? He says, 17. I said, if you want to turn 18, do not lay a hand on my daughter. (laughs) And that's just the way it is, man. So for her to be there, I could understand that. You know, I'm, I'm sure her mother did not give her the grief her dad did. Right, it's always right. dads with daughters. Yeah, no, no doubt, but Casey. Anyway, it, 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 thank you, brother. Appreciate you. I mean, right, Laura, look, don't you understand that the dad, your dad in this instance, feels like this is our home. This is where mm-hmm. we raised our daughter. She's bringing a young man over. She says that they're just friends. It's that kind of relationship. But come on, like, show me a little bit of respect in my home. And let me at least meet who your guest is. Don't you didn't think like that, did you? I just I honestly didn't feel like it was something I needed to do because I'm 33. I pay my bills. I pay my rent. And it's I'm just a friend. woman. Yeah. And I, I felt like I'm not. Look, if it was someone I'm dating, it's different. Like, of course, you know, but, but I not. actually think because it's just a friend, I think that it should be easier and it, it, it shouldn't be. Le- it should be less of an issue. I could see if it was someone you were dating, that would be more, you'd be a little more nervous to do it. Mm-hmm. But because he's just a friend, I actually think that that's easier. Um, real quick, uh, Jonathan Evans tweets us. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, not only am I with Pops on this one, but this raises major flags. He has three flags on here. Uh, for and me, red. Th- that red flags. Yes, you're correct, Greg. Excellent point by you. Um, that 11-11 didn't assert himself and make the intro happen regardless. That is a very good point, by the way, that 11-11 should have been like, Laura, listen, I'm coming into your parents' house. They are not Let me going just to say sleep. what's up to them real quick. Right. Let me at least just say re- hello and be respectful. And by the way, I'm starting to really question this gentleman 11-11 anyway because of the a few nights ago when you guys are both at his house and you say it's 11-11, make a wish, he comes in to try and go for the kiss and you're like, oh, hey, what are you doing? And yet he's still coming around. What? What? No, does because he, think he, this he, is? he 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 clearly likes being around Laura, whether it's as a friend or a friend. Uh, but I believe it's just oh. a friend. Okay, Laura, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna <laughs> st- stress this any further. Um, but they want to be, they, they want to hang out, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with hanging out. But I, I think that. You should. I, I don't put it on him because that's kind of a yeah, weird spot. I, I'm not. I, I am not him. putting that part on him. No. Um. I am. I'm putting it on you, girl. Okay. Like you need to be like, hey, real quick. Oh yeah, mommy, poppy. Here's eleven eleven. What's up? All right, cool. All right, see you later. We're gonna watch a movie. You can even call him Onse Onse if you want. <laughs> Onse Onse. There you go. Ralph in Rancho Cucamonga. Ralph, real quick. What's up, Ralph? You guys doing? Um. Yeah, I'm a father of three myself. Three daughters myself. And um, all of them would introduce their friend or boyfriend to me just to break the ice, like you were saying, George. But here's the thing. My parents, when I was growing up, they wanted me to introduce a girlfriend. Whether she was a friend or a girlfriend, they wanted me to introduce them. Otherwise, it would make them feel uncomfortable and bother them a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 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 So, um Laura, I think you're great. I, I, I love the show. I love all you guys. I think I, I listen to you guys all the time coming home. So keep up, keep on doing the good work. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. They're, they're, yeah. The thank you, Th- thank you, Ralph. All right, real quick, we are going to continue these calls. We are not going to break. We are just going to pause for about thirty seconds. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. 
and boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured, it was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, so let's keep this rolling. We got Kyle. Oh, there he is, Bismarcky. See? And you say he's just a friend, Laura. He so if he's just a friend, guy. introduce him to Mommy and Bobby. Okay? He's just a friend. I do all not right. get this guy at all, this 11-11 guy. I don't get him. Kyle in Torrance. Kyle, what say you? Look, I live at home with my parents, and anytime my friend comes over, whether they're male or female, whether I'm dating them or not, you know, I introduce them. Every time right. I go to someone else's house, I introduce them. Yeah. I introduce myself. Right. Hey, I'm, I'm Kyle. Laura right. messed yeah. up. Laura yeah. messed up, man. Big time. Big time. Laura, let me Damn. give you a quick story. Listen to Damn that. Damn louder. So, so my 19-year-old daughter started dating this guy, right? And I hadn't met him yet. And he came over to pick her up. And he did not come to the door. He did not come in the house. And he was kind of waiting outside for her. That's the problem. Okay, so hold on. But listen to what happened. So I walk outside. And I'm going to go get in my car, but I'm going to give him a look like, yo, young man, you mean to tell me you don't have the guts to get out of your car, walk to the door, knock on it, shake my hand, look me in the eyes, say hello, you're going to take my daughter out? But here's what happened. I go to my car. This guy jumps out of his car. Mr. Kaplan, hi, how are you? And my name is Marcus. That's his name. Nice to meet you, sir. Shakes my hand, big old grip, looks me in the eye. Uh, and I and I said, how you doing, man? And we, we wind up having a nice conversation. And I'm like. Now, that kid was well-raised, got great manners, and I really, really appreciated that. And even tonight, with my parents being in town, I said to my daughter, we're having a barbecue. You should invite Marcus because of wow, that Wow, look at that. You see? see that? There you go. And, yeah, when I was, you know, of, of that age, you know, when I was single, if I went to somebody's house, you guys just, you know, just it's easy. Like, either... I would introduce myself or I'd be like, yo, where are your parents? Let me meet them real quick. You know what I mean? Like, and again, I'm not putting it on the dude because I do think it's not his responsibility. I am more um, assertive in that sense. And not everybody is is me. Like, I'm not trying to make everyone me. Um, but I do think it is it is on the person whose household it is to make that happen. Um, so let us continue here. Curtis is in Whittier. Curtis, Curtis says there's no way. That this would happen in his house. No Curtis? way. No, no, there is no way that my daughter could bring somebody into my house and not introduce them to me. I don't know. 11 11 may abduct your ass, and then you won't, they won't even know who he is. <laughs> now, let me tell you a story. My daughter used to bring home her friend, and her friend turned into her fiancé, and now they're married. So that may be your friend, but it's going to soon up soon enough be your fiance if you like him like that but go back apologize to your dad next time 11 11 come over take a picture of the license plate and his license that way y'all are going to take it. oh my god no 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 i'm telling you no no no, no. hell to the yeah. license and the license plate is very important so uh, and take it in front of him so he knows that oh, he yeah. can't take Laura nowhere without him getting caught by, by the cops. Oh, my God. You got that right, partner. <laughs> you got that right, pal. Okay, can I, 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 just, can I right, just say? Love the show, right. love the show. Later, dog. We love you, Curtis. Thank you. Can I just say that I have... <laughs> I have seen his license, okay? And I have... Yeah, yeah. My parents don't need to see all that, but I have. 
Okay. Are you ever going to give this guy, since you call him 1111, you ever going to give this guy this No, I called him that. That was my yeah. nickname. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't put it on me, Scott. <laughs> all right. Well, because all I want to say is this. Again, if I were in his shoes and, and you said 1111, make a wish, and I come in for a kiss and you reject me, honestly, I'm going to have a hard time looking at you the next time or coming over to your parents' house. Like, well, what is this relationship? We There is no relationship. We are friends. And yeah. he did try to kiss me. It didn't work out. But I never said we hadn't kissed. Right. Oh, oh! Yeah, you missed that part, didn't we? <laughs> oh, sure wait did. a second. She just New dropped it in there like, oh, I'm just going to put this right here and see if you catch it. <laughs> New Laura, details you know what? Mode. If you were a Facebook status, it would be it's complicated. You know oh, what I'm saying? Damn. Don't, yeah. no, no, yeah. no, no. Okay, no, we, we truly like, look, my voice definitely dropped down. We are truly friends. Mm-hmm. It did happen. It happened mm-hmm. when I found out something went down with mm-hmm. TiVo and it just I was like you know vulnerable whatever and I was like I want company but other than that it was just we are just friends Greg mm-hmm. stop now wait a no, second play it dude play it you got what I, there you go Greg you need to play this song no. No. yeah play it Greg Bergman I don't always give you credit for your timing but that was impeccable very okay smart. thank you thank you and, and and he right he right Laura <laughs> And, and it happens to be the week that Bismarcky passed. May he rest in power. Okay. I mean. Y'all are so bad. Good Lord. Okay. Wait, there's more people that want to talk to you, Laura. All right. This audience, we are a community on yeah, this show. Yeah, it's a family. That's right. And the, the community wants to speak with you. Dave is in Thousand Oaks. Dave, how are you? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, I'm listen, with you, Dave. Uh, I, raised, I raised four girls, and they tried that trick on me, and I had to stop it. And, and George, you know, if you're in a house with, like, five women, you don't have a whole lot of power. So sure. when you can have the power of, like, having a guy come over, you need to, like, give your dad that power of introducing your friends. Yeah. You know, because in the back of your mind, you're thinking, okay, this dude is trying to hit hit it. You know, yeah, for sure. That's and immediately where your, your dad brain goes. No well, doubt. Right, because because right. as a dad, you're like, I know what I was trying to do. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. Now, and that may not be his intentions, but that's immediately where the dad brain goes. Yes. Right. Yeah, that's where the dad brain goes. Exactly. That's yeah. y'all nasty. That's no, why. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not that we're nasty. It's just that here's the deal. Guys know this. Guys know that we're all Thank animals. OK. And we also know that when we did things. When we think about it, we're like, oh, man, that was somebody's daughter back then. You know what I mean? Now I got a daughter. Listen, I got three of them. And people say to me, well, it's because, you know, you, 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 you're getting paid back, if you will. You got three daughters. And so, look, Laura, all I'm telling you is this. I respect the fact that you are your own woman. I respect the fact that you pay your bills. You help your family. I think that's wonderful. But girlfriend, that's, I messed dad, up. that's mom's house. They, they are owed an apology and an introduction. Okay, I can take my L, my huge L, as I can mm-hmm. hear. But I do have to say, because I a lot of people are, like, tweeting and messaging me on IG, like, yo, that's so messed up, whatever, whatever. Like, he's never tried to do anything crazy, and I really respect no, that. No, 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 we ain't guy. calling him crazy. You know that I mean? was just like, Curtis and Whittier who was like, yeah. yo, he's a, he's, a little, he's a little extra. You, you know, know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, we're not, we're not, I'm not trying to put any of this on 11-11. I have stated this is on you. Um, it is, I guess. And, and, and let me go to Joe in Burbank, who wants to talk about 11-11 specifically for some reason. Go ahead, Joe. Well, listen, I'm old school. I'm Puerto Rican. I'm Latino. And there's no way in hell my daughter's going to bring a guy into my house, whether my daughter's helping me pay rent or not, and I introduce him. And if my daughter doesn't introduce him, I expect a man, the boy, whatever he is, to introduce himself to me. Right. When I was 16 years old and I dated my first girlfriend, 
I went to her dad. I introduced myself. I let him know who I was, where I lived. I let him know everything because that's the way my grandmother raised me. Now, Laura, I know you're you're hitting three three. You're paying rent, mm-hmm. but you know us Latino parents, especially the men. If we could put a chastity belt around our daughters from when they were born, we do it. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. I know it. Now, so now Joe yeah, is right. Joe is right. Yeah. Okay, and then coming from a Puerto Rican side, we you know us. We 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 go crazy no matter what. Trust me, I know he's half My Puerto daughter, Rican. Oh, eleven yeah. eleven is half oh, Puerto oh, Rican, oh, Joe. Oh, you got oh you got to watch out. Oh, we, trust we me, I know. <laughs> I know. You gotta watch out. That's why I won't date wait. him because I already dated yeah. a Puerto Rican. Okay, but now check this out. You went to his house one time. He came to your house one time. And you say you just friends. Okay, I'll, I'll take that right now. I'll take it. But there might be something else going on. I think you may like a little bit of 11 11. He's friends. He's friends. All right, Joe. Yeah. Joe, thank you. We'll Appreciate take, you. Hey, now, I love now, you guys. Keep up the good work. Much Thank love, you, Joe. Appreciate you. We love you, too. Uh, Dave earlier uh, is right about this, Laura. Dave from Thousand Oaks mentioned, you know, you live in a household. Who is in your household? It's, it's a bunch of women and your dad, right? No. So no. it's uh, my dad. My dad. It's um, my mom, my dad. And okay. then I have three younger brothers. And then oh, myself. three younger brothers. Uh-huh. Oh, see, this is even worse now. Now you're making it worse because you got three younger brothers. They're all going to be like, yo, what is she doing? She's no. got this guy here in the no. house. Like, we no. don't want to meet this guy. No. So two of my brothers are autistic. So they're in their own world. And okay. then my brother, who is two years younger than I am, he was like, yo, who cares? You pay your rent. You do your thing. Like, oh. no, like, do you. And I was like, who? So, yeah, he he was actually mad at my dad and my mom for being so extra. No, 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 bro. 31-year-old bro. 31? We'll call (laughs) you 31 now. 31? You you wrong on this one, bro. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I Uh, get the whole idea of you pay your own bills, and I think that's very admirable. But I still still think their house. in those four walls, you got to give them a little respect. You got to give them a little respect. I got a text that I have to, (laughs) that I'm being, uh, not forced, but encouraged to read. (laughs) He said... Can you please tell them that you didn't give me a chance and I was asking to meet the parents? Okay, thank you. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, he <laughs> asked to meet and you said no? I don't and recall you... him asking, but... Oh, now oh, you're changing the wow. subject. No, no, no. no. I really... You know what, Laura? No. I don't know. No, look. I- I'm starting to side with 11-11 yeah, here. This relationship's going to end here real no, soon. No, hold on. Hold, hold up. When we first started like getting to know each other and becoming friends, he said, mm-hmm. because you know he's Latino... He's like, I, my Spanish isn't great, but when I would meet your parents, I would speak to them in Spanish. But I legit don't remember him last night, but I was rushing him into my room like, yo, just go. Just go. Because I didn't want to deal with And the- you went to your room? Right, yeah, hiding Yeah, we were in my room. Jeez. Where, where were we going to watch the movie? I don't know, in the living room somewhere? No, that's, my, my dad was plopped in the living in room. In la sala? No, my dad yeah, was there watching the movie. That's right. He was, he was staking his claim to his house. <laughs> let, me yeah. go to, let me go to Ja'Cory in Santa Ana on line 10. Ja'Cory <laughs> wants to jump in here. Ja'Cory, what up? Okay, cool. So about, about Laura, Laura seems to have a lot of friends, <laughs> which is cool. She, uh, I mean, you know, I Johnny, heard that she don't hold it. hands. She don't hold hands, which is cool. But right, you got Her friends understand. are gross. Yeah, no, look, no men do nothing nice for no reason. That's right. You tell her. We just don't. That's right. It right. just is what it is. So. We got an ulterior motive. Oh, and another thing, you can't be sneaking men in your house after hours. What is I your mean, pop's going to what, what I mean, right. Now, Ja'Cory, what is the drop-dead time uh, during the week? Okay, listen, listen. Anything after 930 and it gets towards 10, 
I'm thinking I might be getting it in. Nah, bruh. It has to be after <laughs> 11, 30, 12. During the oh. week? Oh, yeah. all right. So it's later I, where well, you might okay, think that. Okay, you guys have to remember, I get out of here, like, super late. So right. my but time parents, frame is your different. Parents but your, parents. Bed, your parents go to bed at 9.30. Correct. Okay, well, they're older. That's their Corey's problem. Corey's on to something. <laughs> parents go to bed at 9.30. You already know. Yeah, you know. That's right. If you're bringing him in, in, him in after your parents Thank go to you, sleep, then when Ja'Cory is right, he thinks... Mom and dad are asleep. We're going to be quiet, but this is going down yeah, right now. Right. One more. Jason and Downey. Jason, you got the last word you know, on this. So this one goes out to 11 and 11 if he's listening. I am he leaving is. proof that you can move out the friend zone. My wife, that we just got married a year ago, I mean a month ago, we started off as friends, and look where we ended up. But when we started off as friends, she was the youngest of four, and I went and I met her parents. I met her sisters. I met her, her brother, her brother-in-laws, just because it's more of a comfort thing. I, I can see why, why, why Laura's dad was mad. You want to feel comfortable with who your daughter's hanging out with. And I feel sorry for all the girl dads on the, on the show. Much respect to you guys, because you guys are about to have to pull this off in a few years. I know Cap is. You're going to have to do a little, what is it, Den of Thieves, where um, 50 Cent's daughter's prom date comes and he has all the gangsters chilling. So that's what I'm probably going to have to do if I ever have a daughter. Have a great day, boys. <laughs> All right, Jason, take care. All right, uh, we, that, that will close that chapter. 11-11, if you're listening, we're all good. We're not going to mess with you no more. Um, but, Laura, you need to apologize to your pops. All right, coming I'll up next, it. a wild day in the NFL, and it is becoming a national story that is crossing over even beyond sports. We'll tell you what that's all about in two minutes, plus what you need to know, 710 ESPN.